World Cup is the single biggest female sporting event in the world. How much of that 300 million US has gone into the women's game? Every single girl in Australia, New Zealand and the rest of the world is invested in football. The ticket. Hello and welcome to the Ticket to the Cup podcast. I'm David Mark and I'm in Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington, the night after Sweden had an imposing 5-0 win over Italy. And I'm with Frida Olsum. She's a journalist with the Expressen newspaper in Sweden. Frida, thanks very much for joining me. First of all, that was such a dominant performance last night by Sweden, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But after like 20 minutes, because the first 20 minutes I was like, oh my God, this is going to be bad for Sweden. I thought they were playing not as good as they can. And, they, and I felt like they were super nervous again, which they were against South Africa in the first game. Uh, but then it was like a statement somehow. Uh, they haven't been uh, uh, winning by that, that kind of numbers before. It just uh, back in 91 against Japan, they had 8-0. So it's a, a huge win for Sweden. It was like they flicked a switch after 20 minutes and then just completely turned the game around and absolutely dominated. What do you think happened at that point? Uh, actually, we saw when the Swedish captain, Kosovar Aslani, went out to the sideline to talk to the, to the head coach, uh, Pidjarason, and they were like talking about getting in the, in the zone, come a bit closer to the Italian players because Sweden were too far behind in the crucial points in the middle. And after that, it was like, as you said, like switch on a, on a, on a flick, uh, and Sweden were dominating the game. And the standout player was the centre-back, Amanda Illestet. She scored two amazing goals from headers. She's actually leading the goal scoring at the World Cup. She's a centre-back. <laughs> That's really unusual, isn't it? Yeah, and every player said it as well. Uh, it's amazing, though, and Sweden is super, super good at, uh, at corner kicks and have always been. But uh, the impressive thing is that uh, Jon Andersson, the, the left-back, always hits like the same spot every, every, every time. So Amanda Illeset only has to be there, but has to do, of course, uh, a job to, to get a ball in. But uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing to, to see. And I spoke to Amanda Illeset after the game about her two goals. Really happy, of course, about the win. Um, I, we got a tough start uh, today, but I think after our first goal, we were playing really well. Uh, and yeah, I'm obviously really happy about, about the win. Italy came out and they dominated the first 15 or 20 minutes and then you managed to turn it around. What happened to turn, to turn the momentum? Um, I think actually there was uh, we were getting a better period right before the goal uh, and then getting a goal I think we we broke their momentum and uh, we got our uh, one hour ourselves and I think uh, yeah that was important and that was your goal that was amazing you scored two for the match you're now the equal top scorer in the World Cup that's not where a centre-back's meant to be <laughs> yeah I don't know what's happening <laughs> seriously uh, yeah I'm, I'm really happy about that but um most happy about that we are winning today. Uh, that's the most important thing. Do you spend a lot of time working on your corners because they just worked today? <laughs> yeah, we do, we do. Um, yeah, we, we are training a lot um, and um, also after doing some extra uh, corner kicks. So it's something that we are working on a lot. It was such a dominant performance. What sort of message do you think it sends to the other teams in this tournament? Good question. Um, no, man, we are really happy about this and I hope they I see a strong team in Sweden.
I also spoke to Swedish defender Magdalena Eriksson about how much she's watching the other games at this World Cup. Yeah, definitely. There's, it's on all the time in our canteen. We, we sit and we watch and we follow. So you're kind of like a, you're both a participant, but you're also a spectator. And I've, I've been enjoying all the games. I think it's been extremely competitive, really good games, high tempo, good quality, even from the nations that maybe four years ago weren't as, as competitive are now performing really well. So I think so far it's been a really enjoy. I've, I've really been enjoying watching the tournament and also, also playing myself. What are the key takeaways for you as, as a spectator, but as, as also really analysing what teams you're going to potentially come up against? I think there's the, my feeling before the tournament stands that there's, this could be anyone's to grab. There's not really one clear favourite. I think there are teams who are really, really good and, and, and can go really far. Even surprises, which has been really fun to see. Nigeria, for example, really inspiring performances from them. You can see how much they play with their hearts and, and for their country. So I think the, the fact that women's football has come this far where you have competitive games almost throughout the whole group stage, it's very impressive. And uh, yeah, it, it's fun to, to be a part of. Frida, what sort of message do you think that win sends to the rest of the competition. I mean, Sweden's the number three ranked team in the world, and they're obviously one of the teams that can win the World Cup. How do you think that'll be received, that win? I think it will be received like, with more respect. I think Sweden went into this uh, World Cup with respect, but not as much as when they went to the Olympics or uh, were in the, in the Euros last year. Uh, so this is some more like, okay, Sweden can score more goals than one, two goals. And I think that... Um, by this win, they also send a message with that saying that uh, the mentality and the strength within the team is very, very strong in this tournament. Talk about women's football in Sweden. Just how big is it? It's big. It's super big. I think there was like some sort of switch or the the interest uh, growth uh, very much back in 2019 after the the bronze medal back in in France, and after that, like. Most of, of the interest <laughs> covers uh, the women's national team uh, and the Swedish in, uh, domestic league isn't that much people watching, sad, but it's true. And we have a lot of players playing abroad and that's uh, super important for the national team. Uh, but when the national team are playing, everybody talks about it. Everybody want to watch. And it's, and it's fun to see, for me covering it for so long, to see that this interest is growing so fast. It's actually not dissimilar to Australia, where there is a lot of expectations on the Matildas. Yes. Is it the same for Sweden? Um, yes and no, I would say. Uh, after the, the loss against England last summer in the Euros, I think people like turned down the expectation a bit. Uh, Sweden come in here to like one of 10, 12 favourites to win the, the gold but not as much as favourite as they were talking about uh, last summer. Uh, so, yes and no. <laughs> Some other interesting results last night. France uh, beat Brazil 2-1 and got off the board after a really lacklustre first-up first up performance against Jamaica. How important is that for France? Super important, I would say. And they have some, some players injured, not competing, and there were uh, questions for when Renard until up to this game and to see her score the, the winning goal I think it's huge for France uh, with all that was going on in that team ahead of this tournament with players did say, say they didn't want to go to the, to the World Cup and new head coach and everything I think it's huge. Wendy Renard's not been able to get on any of these set pieces so far tonight 
She's in there now. It's goals. A huge goal for France. Captain fantastic, Wendy Renard. Tracy Holmes spoke to French and Brazilian fans after France's 2-1 win. It was a great game. Uh, Brazil didn't play as well as it should have. French deserved the win. The Brazilians, um, they weren't intuitive with each other. They need to work on that. Yeah. Great game. Is great but the goalkeeper in Brazil, she was excellent. She was good. Congratulations. Well done. Oh, thank you. Yes, very happy. It was a good game. Yes. yes. Did you think they would win? Yes. They were a bit of team, I think, for um, tonight. We extremely sad. Oh, my God. No words, honestly. But it was a good game. Yeah. So, yeah. Doesn't finish yet. Yeah. One more game, right? Jamaica. Yeah, yeah we'll do it. We're still gonna Brazil's going to get it. Right. Go Brazil. Bye Brazil. Go. We are so happy how gorgeous the women's sport shows Absolutely. that we are here to empower each other. Friends. Wow. It's amazing to see that people from all over the world, from all genders and sexualities, are like supporting women from all over the world. It is so much fun. It is so amazing. It makes me feel really good. And I hope we're going to continue on this Let journey go! forever. <laughs> the ticket. And Jamaica got its first ever win at a World Cup over Panama 1-0, which is really exciting for them. And they drew, of course, with France in the first game. So they're on four points. They could actually make it through. Yeah, and I hope so. It was super fun. Uh, and the, and it's the most impressive thing, I think, about last night is that they did win uh, this game without their, the captain, Banisho, who has been super impressive in Manchester City this year. Uh, so I think, it's, I think it's nice to see. And I think that's a one thing to, to take with you from this uh, World Cup so far uh, that the smaller uh, nations do take some important points uh, against every opponent. And the ABC's Tom Wildey spoke to Jamaica's captain and goal scorer Alison Swaby after the game. What's it like to captain Jamaica to a first World Cup win? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things going on right now and I haven't really been able to process them. So yeah, I'm just feeling really excited for the team um, that we have another game that we can compete in. And um, yeah, it's, it's huge. We've made history tonight and I think that, you know, it's hard to really appreciate these things right now, but I think in in you know, 10 years' time, we'll look back and really realize how amazing this was for, for everyone. So, Coming off the draw against France, what was the discussion in the team before this game, knowing that your World Cup was very yeah. much alive? Yeah, obviously the discussion around this game was that we had to win. You know, um, However it needed to be done, uh, we needed to get three points. Um, and yeah, we accomplished that, so we're right on track with where we want to be. And how long do you take to enjoy this before you <laughs> look ahead to Brazil? Um, yeah, I mean, the good thing is there, there is a good amount of time between each game. So I think that, you know, tonight we'll be, you know, uh, relishing the win and the victory and um, we'll travel a bit tomorrow. So it'll also be a bit of an off day for us. And then, yeah, once we get back on the pitch, I think that it's focused to, to the next game. So. Yeah, it was a strong Jamaican crowd. Was it good yeah. to play in front of them? Yeah, it was amazing to play in front of the crowd. Um, my dad's here with my brother, so it was also really exciting to have family here for that. Um, but, yeah, we can feel the energy, um, something about us. People love it. So, um, yeah, we, we ride off of it and, yeah, we're just a team that you know feeds off of all the energy in the atmosphere so it was huge the ticket well let's talk about the smaller nations because we're in one of them new zealand although they've played in five other world cups but today is an incredibly important day for new zealand because they're playing switzerland at the same time that the philippines are playing norway and all four of the teams in group a can get through the games are on at the same time 
Are you, well, you're going to be switching backwards and forwards to see what the scores are constantly, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> in Sweden, we have a little bit more focus in Norway since they're so close. But uh, after New Zealand's first win, I think they would be super uh, interesting if they could go through the group stage. What sort of vibe have you got about the World Cup here in New Zealand? You've been here for, what, two or three weeks? Yeah, three weeks. Uh, when I first arrived, there was like nothing. You can see some small posters, like, okay, it's, it's going to be a World Cup here, uh, but not that much. But often you see this impressive first win. Uh, I felt like everybody was talking about the World Cup. You could hear, hear it in every line, to, in the stores, and, and people watched your uh, accreditation ban and said, oh, you're working with the FIFA, okay, nice. And I think that's amazing. I think that shows that, that the interest is there, they just need to know it. So the situation today with that particular group, Group A, we've got Switzerland on four points and then New Zealand next on three, just ahead of the Philippines with goal difference, and then Norway down at the bottom on one point. But Norway is playing the Philippines. They could win and they could still make it through. So it's really one of those groups where any number of permutations could sort of change the, how the, change the outcome of the group. Yeah, and it's super exciting for, for us watching from the outside. Uh, and I think in the end uh, that Norway will win over the Philippines, but I, I'm not sure how much. And, uh, and um, if you think about what's going on in the, in the squad with Graham Hansen and her uh, feelings after last game against Switzerland and everything that went without that, uh, I, I'm not sure that it's enough for them to, to go through. And I hope, for, I hope for the World Cup that New Zealand go through. Yeah, New Zealand is sort of talk, talking up their confidence and their ability, but they really let one slip against the Philippines. But a draw might be enough. It's just one of those ones. We'll be on our phones and our screens and constantly <laughs> watching it. The other games today, Korea versus Morocco and Germany versus Colombia. Now, Germany looked super strong in their first match. How far can they go? Uh, can I come with... I, I said something last summer. I said when I <laughs> sat and watched uh, England-Germany play the Euros final that Germany will win the World Cup. Yeah, I'm sure. I think they have... Uh, I have the, the versatility in, in the squad. They have the young, the older. Uh, and I hope for, for their sake that uh, Leon Oberdorf will come back because she's crucial to the game. Uh, and I think Germany will go far, I'm sure. It makes it such an interesting World Cup because... You said earlier, I think there are about 10 teams that could potentially win it, and you just picked Germany as your favourite. Obviously, you've got the sentimental hopes about Sweden. It's so wide open. Do you think we're any closer to knowing who the top teams are? No. No, I don't. I actually don't. Because you can see uh, Sweden did super bad against uh, South Africa, even though they won yes. last-minute header. Uh, but yesterday, the, the impressive game against Italy brought them up a bit again. So I think that the group stage only shows that anybody can win. That's right. And we've seen some really impressive performances from teams like Spain thus far. Brazil looked great in the first game, but they lost yesterday. France came, you know, is off the board now. You said Germany. The United States? What do you think? Mm, I, oh, uh, you can never count them out. <laughs> never, ever. Uh, but the thing is, when you have that much debuts, I think they have 14 new players this tournament. Uh, and I don't, I don't see that mentality that I usually have. Uh, and that's why I don't have them uh, at gold winners. Uh, but you can never count USA out. But I, th I don't think their uh, performances so far has been that good. I don't see the versatility in the, in the, in the build-up. And, 
uh, no, I don't, I don't see it. It makes for an exciting tournament. <laughs> Frida, thanks very much for your time. Thank you.